So today the word was shame. And I feel like when it comes to me, like, I can only speak from my perspective. Like, me growing up as a little girl, like, I've never been too, like, ashamed for anything. Like, I can honestly sit back and think now because of what I've been through <clears throat> and how I know now that shame, well, I know, like, the definition of shame and, like, from a Christian perspective, from a people perspective, from a religion perspective, um, and now I'm, like, fully aware of, like, <clears throat> sorry, y'all, I'm going to clear my throat because this is, it's about to get real. Now I'm, like, fully aware of like, the little girl I used to be to now. It's like I'm, like, you know, like, I don't know who's who made this scenario. Don't get me wrong. I, like, I, I listen to people, but I don't quote people because I know a lot of people have said certain quotes several times, whether it was in a book, whether they just said it, but somebody potentially said it, the reason why they actually remember it in their head, and it was like, okay, I'm going to make this a quote since you know, it pops up in my head or something like that. I don't know. It's all about finding your niche, what makes you different. So back to shame. I don't really recall, like, who said this or anything, but it's like when you um, basically – reflect back, oh, I think I read this in a book. Yeah, I read this in, I think I read this in a Rich Dad book or something like that. I don't know. I read it in a book. Um, but when you basically look back at your past, no, I know a book I read this on. Sorry, y'all. I read, look, this is real life. I'm not editing anything out. I'm basically talking to myself right now on the phone, but hopefully eventually I can get this on the podcast. But I read the book called, um, don't quote me because I may be wrong, um, like Finding Your Happy Place or something like that or Living a Regretful Free Life. I forgot the author name, but, yeah. And it was basically saying, like, um, coming to reality in the present moment of who you are versus who you used to be, but not dwelling on that past. But actually, like, coming into, I don't, I don't know why I want to say fruition, coming to the present moment with your old self. So I've been reflecting really hard. Like, yesterday I went to the beach, and it was well needed, y'all. Y'all understand? I did a whole bunch of manifestation, meditating, and um, let going and freeing. And I was joyful one minute, then I was happy. And then when I left, I was, like, content and peaceful. But um, it was just so, like, random because I thought back and I was like, I've always been an observer. I've always been the girl left behind, pretty much. I've always been the girl who loved what I loved. I've always been my authentic self. 
But it comes to a point in life where the more you grow as an adult, as a growing teenager, the more people will try to put things on you that don't belong. Like call you names and um, say you should be this in life or you should be that. Um, basically, you become unauthentic, you know. <clears throat> you don't. You don't fully know who you really are once you start to grow as a woman, as a teenager, because you've been around so many people who have been probably having a hard time dealing with them growing up as a person all your life that it's been put on you that their behaviors and their reasonings on interacting with you a certain type of way has basically been transformed to you to make it seem like you don't know who you really are. And as I'm looking back to the little girl I used to be, whether I was a little girl, a teenager, and now I'm a grown woman, I'm starting to realize that I was super quiet. I was super quiet in school. I was super observant. I was definitely, I wouldn't say in my head a lot, but I was definitely in alignment with who I'm supposed to be because I always minded my own business as being a little girl to now. Growing up, I was the observant kid that if you did something around me and I respected you on that level, and if I do, it was bad. I would let you do it because I knew I was a little kid and I knew you wasn't supposed to be doing it. And it hurt my feelings being a little kid. And I still get the same thing here that over time it made me feel like I could do it but in a different way. And I'm not even going to say I could do it, but I've always tried to seek um uh, not wanting to do those things because somebody else did it and I watched them do it. And I'm not going to say the cliche thing people want you to say, like, oh, if you if you don't try to seek it, it's going to happen, because that's not true. If you don't try to seek it, it's not going to happen, and it will be resistant, and there will be pressure for you to be authentic because you knew that it was not the right thing to do in the first place and so by you like adjusting to that and adjusting to how others may have perceived you you already knew to do the right thing so by you wanting to do something outside of your own way of doing things you feel that pressure that pressure obviously means that you're not being your authentic self and when you are around people who don't even know where they're going in life as well or 
people who, and I'm not talking about imperfect people who, you know, we out here just being imperfect and being flawed because we can and because we know we're not perfect, because we know we, we don't have to walk in shame or in guilt. But people who want to be somebody they're not, people who walk around actually in shame and guilt and put it on you and fight you with all the ability you can because you are openly aware that you don't have to walk in shame. You just be your authentic self. Whether you out here trying to find love, whether you out here trying to date, you know, a lot of people can put bad things on you because you you trying to date. You know, they can call you a prostitute or a pimp or a player because you're you're basically going on dates or you spending some time with a guy and you realize like, oh, this guy's not for me. But it's a it's a learning process because how you're not gonna know what you don't like, you know, in life doesn't mean that you have to like put yourself out there, but it does mean that you have to be willing to be open enough to be hated and talked about. Because if you really think about it, that's how Jesus walked. He didn't walk with shame. He knew what he was doing. He knew he was observing. He knew, like, he knew what it was. Like, he knew he was walking it and talking it. It was no shame in his game. Like, he knew. He may have not put himself fully out there, but it was out there for people can be like, okay, he's imperfect. How can you be Jesus? Like, how can you be somebody? How can you be a son of God? Like, how can you tell me this and you're doing this? Because he sacrificed for the people he loved. He sacrificed for so many things, so many good things in his life, and God see him worthy enough to die for us on that cross for everybody, which is why I'm grateful and sometimes I forget that what exactly what I just said because most times when I listen and hear stuff, it stays in my head. And like I said before I started talking, when you hear stuff, it stays in your head. And then when you say it around people who never heard it before or when you say it out loud to yourself, finally it comes out and you're like, oh, let me put this on a shirt or, oh, let me do this because it's brand new. And nobody has not said it before. But if nobody would have never said it before, I'm pretty sure it probably wouldn't be in your head. It probably wouldn't. It's like fashion trends. Like, pair of Jordans come out this year, and then next year another pair of Jordans come out. The same Jordans. And people just study buying the same shoes over and over and over again. That's the same thing. It's like the cycle of life. It's not even karma. It's like... Karma is like when you do something bad and it comes back and um, to you. Now, that's karma. When you know you're supposed to be doing it and you do something bad and it comes to you and you're not doing it with your heart. Now, if you're doing something with your heart and you know for the right reasons that you're doing this, like finding love and, like, you potentially have sex with that person and that person end up not being who you want them to be, and then you're like, dang, well, I don't have sex with this person, but I'm about to cut them off because they're not who I thought they were. That's when you are doing something intentionally to better yourself, to better the situation, because you don't want to go through that anymore. 
you know to cut it off at the gate because that's not who you want to be with. That's not how you want to live life. Like, you, you tried it out. You know that that's not for you. That's like doing something that you know that cannot benefit you. So when the next guy come around, you wouldn't have to go through that same cycle because you know, like, okay, I learned this. I already did it. I'm going to cut you off before it even began because I already know your type. I already know the situation. You don't have to be the same person for me to know, like, this is something that I already been through. And at the same time, it comes in different packages. People come in different packages. Situation come in different packages. So it's not even all about being careful or, you know, having an open mind. It's about being realistic at that point in time and realizing that I don't even want to give it an opportunity to even get to that situation to feel the need that I have to think, like, dang, this could be something different, you know, because if it's really something different, in the first beginning, it will automatically show itself and tell itself, like, okay, this is something different. Um. And you would know that because you experience so much from life that you're like, okay, I already know this stuff is like a circle. So if you were to just go ahead and let that person in, you automatically going to know that this is going to happen in this type of way, this type of form. Just because it's a different person doesn't mean that, you know, it could potentially be in a different way. Because it can be a different person, but still you're going through the same thing because you didn't cut it off at the gate. Now, Cutting off something at the gate isn't that easy because it takes sometimes it takes time to cut something off at the gate. Please believe. It's not just, okay, one day he takes you to Red Lobster and the other dude took you to Red Lobster, but then you remember after you went to Red Lobster, this and that that happened. Like, no, that's not how it works. It's like you got to wait like a whole week, maybe a month, to be like, okay, this is not it for me. But at least at that point of time, you got to give yourself time. At least at that point of time, you know that it's sure. It's sure enough that it may happen the way it did. So let me just cut it off. To me, as dealing with a young girl, like by me just looking back at the person that I used to be, I'm still her. You know, nothing has changed about me. I'm still authentic. I'm still unique. I'm still, I still love fashion. I still dress accordingly. I still keep up with trends. You know, I still do a lot of things. The only difference is, though, I am more equipped to do the things that I really want to do now, as in talk to people, you know, not staying too quiet, but when I do talk, it's knowledgeable. It's something that I took in as a little girl, and now that I'm getting older, I'm realizing that it's, it's now time to speak over those things that I've learned because I don't want nobody else to go through those things that I've learned. If I could really use my voice now as a grown woman in a way that it will help somebody else move forward and not go through what I've been through or what I've seen and witnessed, I would want to talk. But as of now, even a grown adult, I will keep my mouth shut because at that point in time, I'm learning. I'm focusing on what I need to focus on, and I'm, I'm putting it in here. So when I do have to talk to people, it's coming out in a way that, just like when I was a little girl, now that I'm talking just like now that I'm, like, staying observant to some small things, but now I'm an adult and I'm having, like, more people in my corner now who can actually learn about what, I've, what I'm going through day by day and what I have been through, that it's easier for me to, like, put it in my head. So when I meet somebody who's of age, because at this point I'm at the stage where people need to hear it on a daily sometimes about 
what it is that you have learned or what it is that, you know what I'm saying, is, has been in your head. And so now it's easier for me to just let it all out because I be around a lot of people now enough for me to not feel like a child, being in a child place because it's like when you're a child, it's like your mom always like, go in the house, get out of my mouth, be a child. So that's what I did. You know, I mind my business. I was a child, but I still was listening. I still was watching. I was paying attention. I was never asleep. I was there. I was, I was, I was, I was there. You know what I'm saying? I was there. I seen it all. I was there. You know? Especially like now that I'm older and it's like I'm still doing the things that I used to do as a child, which gives me enough wisdom to speak on the things that as a child I couldn't do because I was being obedient to my parents. And I was staying in a situation where I didn't want to get in trouble because I've never been the type of person that reached out for trouble. I've never been the type of person that wanted attention. It was just attention was so grown to me that it felt like I was always reaching for attention when I was learning and to stay quiet and nobody really paid me enough attention. But as soon as I stepped in the room, the attention was there because that's how quiet and observant I was as a child. But now that I'm, like, older, it's, like, it's coming to my attention now that I'm glad that I was staying obedient and was obedient to my parents because have I not been obedient and stayed true to my authentic self, I wouldn't have learned as a child to be quiet, to listen, so I can be able to speak to people when it's in time of need and not just to speak to people just to hear myself talk that I can actually, when I talk, that I can actually use my voice to be wise, to know what I'm talking about. Then when somebody asks me a question, I don't know what I'm talking about, and I'm taking full credit, full credit and responsibility of somebody else's words and somebody else's ways of giving and lending a helping word or a helping hand, and I have no idea who said it. But because I was observing enough to learn, like, that it wasn't me all alone, that half of the time it was God, it was something that I heard from people saying of God. But not only that, I only kept in the good stuff in my head and I eliminated the bad things. I know that I shouldn't take full responsibility because if I can't back it up and say it was God, I definitely can't back it up and say it was anybody else if I didn't remember who it was. Because if it was something good that I actually am speaking about, then it had to be coming from a good person or a good place at that time because I don't like to keep negativity. I like to learn from the negatives, but I don't like to keep it in my head because it damages you in general, not not like you growing up and becoming the person that you are trying to be, but it damages your thoughts and your patterns and it makes you feel like, I learned this by myself. I did this by myself. I lean on my own understanding. No. In the Bible, it does not say lean on your own understanding. It said lean on God. So that's when you know where and how a person is living their life when they can't even tell you, like, 
oh, I heard it somewhere, but instead they lean on their own understanding or they being prideful or ego to ego egoistic and they want you to believe that they made something up and you like, Oh, for real? Like you feeding it to them. Nobody there's only one God. One God. That everybody is worshiping. One. Only one. There's only one universe, one God, one Jesus. It's only one. One higher power. One. That's it. And if that is not your source and a person making you believe that they are that, then they got to confuse. I understand that can be goddesses, that can be God-fearing men, but there's only one God. And at the end of the day, if you really take the time out to learn yourself from back then to now, you will purposely run into your purpose by still doing what you love to do and still working a career-paying job and getting paid and still living your best life and doing what you want to do in life so you wouldn't feel like you out here not knowing or you out here knowing but you ain't trying to listen to understand. You're trying to listen to say what you want to say because you feel like you are right. And y'all, however that just came out is God speaking through me at that moment. And I just want to clarify that and give y'all some discernment that everything that I say at the time of me saying it is not me. It's by the grace of God. So half of the time, I don't even remember saying what I just said because it's already been built in me, and I tried so very hard to live it out. But at the same time, at that moment, it needs to be heard and said out loud so that way you can afford to live it out and you can't lose it. No matter what situation you win, at that moment, you may forget it, but you will never lose it. You will always have something to gain by it because it will always be in your heart, and in your head. That's called alignment. So let's clap to that. And let's get our life, live our best life, breathe, do whatever we got to do, because it's going to be okay. You find that little girl, that little boy you used to feel bad, feel sorry for, and you come to reality with the person you are today. And I promise you, Moving on in life will be so much easier. You may not know it yet, because I don't. I don't fully know it yet. But I know that every single day I learn something new. And my purpose is falling in my hands. And the fruits of my labor, whether I'm just sitting here talking to myself, is here. I'm just receiving all of the blessings. And I pray that you guys will do the same. So right now I'm just talking to myself. Hopefully I can get this on podcast once again. This is real life, real life. So I'm not going to put a date on this because this could be, I feel like if you put a date on something, it can expire. You put a date on something, people be like, oh, that happened a long time ago. I can't use that. So I'm just going to just keep it with no date because it could be reused over and over again. You can listen to it over and over again. And, yeah, so... That's pretty much all I have to say, y'all. That is it. That's the word of the day is 
shame. Don't walk in shame. Don't let that shame fool you. Don't let what you've been through change you from having childlike faith to becoming unknown. And don't let people ruin your life. <laughs> you know, if you mind your business, you just minding your business, you know. Take care of you and love you. All right? So, yeah, that's the word, y'all. Take it easy. All right? All right.